Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Monday, December 18th. I am Stephen Serta, joined as always by the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Swain, we are talking about a Kansas City Chiefs win. It was a 27-17 win over the New England Patriots in Week 15. And, you know, great. Chiefs got back in the win column, but it wasn't exactly a uh, a dominating win that makes you feel really good about this Chiefs team moving forward against a three-win Patriots team. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it would have been. I mean, it was, it was on track for the Chiefs to maybe have like 30-plus points and, and keep the Patriots at 10 if it wasn't for the Kadarius Tony pop-up interception. I, I know that, that has frustrated a lot of fans. And, you know, we saw that on on ex posts and then comments and and whatnot I, I think people are just kind of sick of the mistakes uh the two interceptions that Mahomes had I, I didn't think were his fault at all uh Blake Bell didn't come to the ball and that goes into the hands of the Patriot and obviously couldn't have been a more perfect pass to Tony and uh that gets picked off as well I, I wrote this on on our side I I think it was a a small step in the right direction but uh you still need to to crank out um you know, some better performances, I think, leading into the postseason to feel really good about it. Yeah, I, it, it's a Chiefs win, but it, it's still a, a Chiefs win highlighted by mistakes that it, right. it really it, it felt like Patrick Mahomes should have just had a massive day today. And, and I thought Patrick Mahomes, for the most part, did play really well on Sunday. But again, he was just brought down by the mistakes of the other members of this offense. You mentioned that Blake Bell interception, which was incredibly frustrating because he just sits at the end of the route and, and waits for the ball to get to him to give the Patriots linebacker time to close on the ball and make the interception. And then again, Kadarius Tony, it, you know, I, I, I hate just kind of trashing players and, and, and just and having these conversations where it just seems like, he doesn't belong on the field because it seems like at times he's disinterested. And it's like, at this point, it's not just mistakes. It's not that these guys keep, keep screwing things up and keep bringing down the offense as a whole on a weekly basis. You just have to question how much they actually care because you could see the frustration in Patrick Mahomes, especially after that Kadarius Tony interception this week. Yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't happy about that. And, and Andy Reid made a point of it after, after the game to say, you know, they're not going to give up on Kadarius and, and he's still, 24 years old it it's tough i i think you know i i see fans and i i see the criticism of, of the wide receiver room and and how you know the weapons have not been uh there necessarily for patrick mahomes that this year uh and i you know i think people look to blame something right and and immediately you go to the personnel staff but i was i was talking to a colleague about this uh, shortly after the game you know just continued frustrations with the receivers and you know they played 
Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's team today, he was uh, on the team last year, and really the only change has been Rasheed Rice and Smith-Schuster uh, no longer with the Chiefs, and we've seen what Rasheed Rice has developed into. I mean, that was a really good selection. And then, you know, I, I think a lot of people are like, well, why didn't they do more in the offseason? And it's the same group that they won the championship with the year before. I think uh, the idea that, that three 20-somethings, and I'm, I'm referring to Di Moore, to Kadarius Toney, uh, Sky Moore, uh, Kadarius Tony, um, on this team, and and the, the fact that they um, would regress as bad as um, they have, and, and same with Marquez Valdez Scaling. That was the other one I was missing. But Marquez, uh, Kadarius, and Sky Moore, uh, these are twenty somethings, and you would have thought that they would have improved year to year, and it just was has been a, an extreme and unpredictable uh, regression. So. Uh, in the plans for the team, I, you know, I think they're managing, but it, it's just tough to see another week where, um, you know, there is a negative when it comes to that room in particular. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen the official snap counts just yet. Like, uh, I don't have that available to me at this very moment, but I, I would have to imagine moving forward, Kadarius Tony still going to be in the mix here, but I, I would think that we're going to see uh, a lot more of, kind of what we had been seeing where it seemed like he wasn't totally healthy and he was playing like 15 to 20% of the snaps. It feels like that's kind of where we're at with him. Like you don't necessarily have enough bodies to just not put him out on the field anymore, especially when he occasionally flashes. But it, at this point, it just feels like he's hurting you more often than he's a positive uh, offensively for the Kansas city chiefs. And yeah, this is a game where you know, Rasheed rice, it, it, it finally, it feels like, we, we know for a fact on a weekly basis, this dude is going to lead the wide receiver room in snaps. And he had another monster game today, nine receptions, 91 yards, a touchdown. And he is obviously the best playmaker in that passing game outside of Travis Kelsey. It's just frustrating that it's taken this long. And even though it finally is, and Chiefs fans are finally getting what they want, and that's what we should be talking about, it still continues to be brought down by the other guys in the room making mistakes that... that that costs this team. And, you know, if it was against a, a team that is better than the new England Patriots that only have three wins on the year that we know is one of the worst teams in the NFL, like it, it's, I think it's perfectly acceptable to question whether or not today would have been another frustrating kind of performance where they could have potentially lost this game uh, against a superior opponent. Yeah, it was, a, it was an odd game at the beginning because it did seem like it could go in a in a really bad direction for Kansas City, and they were able to reverse the, the tide of it. And, and you know, at that point, it, it, it did seem like, well, Kansas City is going to run away now. You know, this is what we thought the game would look like. And then, you know, it, it, it just was a moment where it's like, well, you have this team beat, you know, finish the job. Don't make a dumb mistake that lets them back in it. And then all of a sudden, it got like a little bit interesting toward the end of the game uh, when it didn't need to be. Uh, you know, and, and I, think, I think the Chiefs are fortunate that they were able to get the win. Uh, they'll, they'll move on and, and, you know, head to next week. And you got to feel good about making sure that the losing streak didn't go from two to three. Uh, but it's still not a performance that, you know, as we're kind of alluding to, that makes you think they'll be able to beat actually good teams when they do get to the postseason. Like, is this offense efficient enough? Is it, can they play clean football enough to beat those types of teams? And I, I don't think they're there. Um, you know, I wrote, like I said, I wrote that I think this was a, a positive step, you know, especially when it comes to Rasheed Rice. And, you know, you look at the net yardage and the points. Patriots defense is tough, but, you know, there's still uh, some confidence to be built, I think, before you get into what will be, 
wild card weekend or, or if you are able to maybe work yourself back into a buy situation. It doesn't look like it right now, but uh, you know, wild card weekend is probably um, when the Chiefs will be suiting up for the playoffs. Yeah, we've got a Monday, Christmas Day, noon kickoff next up against the Las Vegas Raiders who just – are coming off of that absolute destruction of Easton stick in the Los Angeles chargers that led to chargers head coach, Brandon Staley getting fired earlier this week. So, you know, these games against the Raiders always seem to be a a little bit tougher than they necessarily should be on paper, but chiefs get a win. and, And that's all that really matters at the end of the day, moving over the defensive side of the ball before we get out of here, it was kind of another slow start for this defense. And this has been a trend recently where, I don't know. I I think some of it is offensive adjustment to what the Chiefs do defensively uh, for the most part. But some of it is also uh, the linebacker room being banged up. And Drew Tranquil was back today, had some impact plays. Nick Bolton still getting back in the mix after missing so much time being on the shelf. I think it's perfectly acceptable to assume that he's just got some rust that he's got to work off as they as they get him more reps here moving forward. But it was another slow start where Bailey Zappi looked pretty good in the first quarter of this game against this Chiefs defense. They're able to put the clamps down and and, and create some turnovers and get some sacks and, and have a nice game at the end of the day. But it's still another one of those situations where you want to see the offense trending in the right direction, even if the defense can't keep up this total like elite dominance that we saw for so much of the season because it's late in the year you expect them to slow down a little bit but at the end of the day this is still the best unit on on this chiefs team so i don't think we should be overly worried even though they had another slow start in week 15 strange uh strange beginning of the game uh you know they have been so good against the pass uh and and i i think you know not so great against the run and i was actually surprised that new england's didn't really lean into the run as much as I, I thought they might because I, you know, that has been, you know, if there's, if there's one complaint about the chiefs defense, but they were, they were good against the run, you know, the, the limited times that they gave Ezekiel Elliott the ball and they were mixing Harrison there. Um, they were good against the run and they were getting killed early on where, you know, the Patriots personnel was having them essentially leave the base defense on the field. And they were picking apart the second level with Hunter Henry, um, you know, and we just haven't seen, teams attack the chiefs like that i imagine this will be something that we continue to see uh because it, it was so effective at the beginning i think at the beginning of the game bailey zappy was 16 of 18 for like 135 yards uh turned around after that um you know and 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 defense played well and well enough to buy the offense time to kind of to kind of get ticking there but uh yeah a little bit um a little bit uncomfortable uh in, in the first frame or two uh but the, the chiefs uh, they righted their ship and they were able to have a you know pretty convincing win even even though they gave up that late touchdown on, on the long run. Uh, it is worth mentioning Travis Kelsey got a little bit banged up for a second in this game to uh, Andy Reid after the game, just kind of like an elbow stinger. Doesn't seem like it's anything that needs yeah. to be worried about. Um, they, they also mentioned Sky Moore ha- having some knee swelling. So uh, you know at the beginning of the game. It, it didn't seem like he was playing all that much anyway. Uh, you know, you wonder how much was injury, how much was, you know, they're trying other receivers at this stage now that, you know, more hasn't been so productive with all the snaps that he was getting, but a little bit confusing even when the snap counts come out because he did indeed get injured and they, they backed off him a little bit. Yeah. It seemed like he wasn't getting a ton of snaps early on. Um, he was not on the injury report this week, I believe. So maybe that is an in-game injury, but it's definitely something worth monitoring. Um, 
The Chiefs do have Justin Ross available uh, moving forward, so he might be somebody to get that gets activated this week if uh, Sky Moore is unable to go. So that's something to pay attention to. Uh, ahead of the Chiefs' Christmas Day game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, as always, please make sure you stay locked into arrowheadpride.com for everything you need to know about the Kansas City Chiefs, and please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PG Sween. I'm Steven Serta. That's where you can find me. Uh, we will have a fresh edition of the Arrowhead Pride Editor's Show coming your way later this afternoon with some marinated takeaways from the Chiefs' win over the Patriots in Week 15. We will talk to you guys then. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride Premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.